Happy Friday, Razorback fans. You're one day away from Arkansas versus Texas A&M at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Hopefully most of you listening to this right now are driving down. You're on your way to Texas or up if you're somewhere in Texas. But wherever you're driving from, hopefully you're going to the game. Uh, it should be a good turnout from Razorback fans. We always know that the Aggies have a good turnout with fans. But uh, that's one thing that we're going to talk about is the venue and where Arkansas and AM are playing neutral side game, ATT Stadium. Should they still do that? We're going to talk about that on the Gridiron Hogs podcast today. I'm Mason Choate. I have Robert Stewart with me. We're from hogbeat.com, H A W G B E A T.com. And we do this daily podcast covering the Arkansas football team every morning, the Gridiron Hogs podcast. And uh, we're thankful for everybody who listens to the podcast. All right, Robert. This has been – I feel like with Arkansas's first three games, um, you we I feel like, at least for myself, I had more of a feel on the game. I kind of was confident in Arkansas going into all three of the games, Cincinnati probably least, but I still felt like Arkansas was going to win that game. This one, I'm still kind of on the line of – I don't really know. I mean, A&M's lost to App State. We know that, but I don't have a good feel for this game, at least not a, as good of a feel as I did for the first three games. How about you? Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I think, you know, three games is a big enough sample size to definitively say that uh, the Arkansas secondary is a problem at this point. I, I think that's a known commodity. Um, and and the unknown commodity on the other side is is Texas A&M's offense. Like, we, we heard yesterday from Alex Miller, they haven't really figured it out, but, you know, they were a preseason top 10 for a reason. So... It, is it going to come this week? Like, it's it's it is tricky to get a feel for how this one's going to go. I I am definitely least confident in my score prediction um, this time around. The way I look at it is that the strength of both teams is the, it's going to be going head to head. It's Arkansas's offense versus Texas A&M's defense, and A&M they're better in most defensive categories aside from sacks and turnovers forced. And then Arkansas's rushing defense is better. Um, but then offensively, Arkansas leads in every single category aside from turnovers and they're tied that both teams have four turnovers this season. So um, I think Arkansas has a little bit of a leg up, especially because of that offense. Um, and then you look at it, the one weakness of the Texas A&M defense is its run defense. They're giving up 154.3 rush yards per game. That's 83rd in the country. Their pass defense is really good. They got a top 10 pass defense. But I think, and this is this is why I'm going to have Arkansas winning this game, and we'll get to score predictions and how we think it's going to go later. Um, I think the reason that I have Arkansas winning this game is because the one thing that uh, – is a weakness for AM on defense is that run defense. And what does Arkansas want to do offensively? They want to run the ball. And so I think that's where Arkansas is going to win this game is in the ground game. We saw they struggled to run the ball up the middle last week against uh, the FCS team in Missouri State. But you know what? They still had 600 yards of total offense. Rocket Sanders went off. I feel like, I mean, Rocket Sanders, he's probably not going to slow down this week. He's just going to keep doing his thing. And, uh, I mean, K.J. Jefferson's not going to slow down. So um, I, I think Arkansas is going to be able to gash this A&M defense. And in the end, that's why they're going to win, in my opinion. And 
I'll get into my score prediction later, but you kind of get get that vibe, Robert. Yeah, I do. Uh, we have a score predictions piece going up later today on Hogbeat.com, and I, I mean that's that's what I hit on. You know, I I think we the 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 sample we've seen from from Texas A&M's defense would indicate that Rocket Sanders is going to have no problem uh, reaching the hundred yard plateau for the fourth time to begin the season. So, um, you know. Like you said, last week struggled to find some holes at times, but it it's gonna it's gonna click for for him in the offensive line at some point on Saturday, I would think. And another, you know, kind of along the same lines of a strength for Arkansas going up against a weakness of A and M. According to Pro Football Focus, A and M's offensive line has not been that great this year. We we talked to Alex yesterday. I think they've had a few injuries there, especially maybe at center with Foster. Um, but pass blocking, A&M's got a 64 overall pass blocking grade on the season compared to 83.9 for Arkansas. And then run blocking, they have a 67.3 grade compared to 82 for Arkansas. And I, I just look at it, I mean, their starting left guard has a 53.4 grade on the season. Their starting right guard has a 45.3 grade on the season. Um, for those who don't know, this pro football focus grades these players on a scale of 0 to 100. So those are those are bad grades. Those guys would be failing that class. And you look at the other guys, none of none of the other three guys have above a 67 grade. So, and you look at the Arkansas offensive line, and the worst grade for an Arkansas offensive lineman is Brady Latham with a 72.4. So, um, I think that that Arkansas pass rush might be able to give A&M's offensive line, Max Johnson, give them fits in this game. Um it just seems like Arkansas is the better team. And when have you been able to say that in this matchup? It's been a long time since you could say that in this matchup. Even last year when Arkansas won, I don't think we went into this game thinking Arkansas has the better team, right, Robert? No, we absolutely didn't. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been thinking about this all week. Like, it, it, it's really not that deep because Arkansas is much high or is, is more highly ranked than, than Texas A&M is. So, I mean, that it's simple that way. But, I mean, if you look into the rosters, too, like we just have, like it, it would appear that the the weakness or the weaknesses for Texas A&M, Arkansas would have an easier time exploiting than vice versa, you know? Yeah, I mean, a, a weakness for Texas A&M is, is their offense and their passing game. And what's a weakness for Arkansas's defense is the secondary. And I'm sure – there will be some blown coverages. A&M is too talented at wide receiver to not get guys open and to not make a big play. That's going to happen. Um, I, I We've kind of talked about it. I know you asked Alex about it yesterday was, should A&M be favored in this game? Because I think basically every line we've seen, A&M's favored. Um, that is a little odd. And so um, I, I think that it's it goes along the same lines of kind of what we started with is this is a, a hard game to get a feel for. And so I, I think that that's kind of where you're seeing those lines coming from. But let's talk about the neutral side aspect, because that's something that uh, Jimbo Fisher and Sam Pittman were asked about quite often this week was, how do you feel about the neutral side game? Because, one, you're not getting your, your home field advantage. You're not getting that, you know, campus atmosphere, student section, you know, the the, the home field crowds for both of these teams at, at, uh, at A&M in college station and then 
Arkansas and Fayetteville, I mean, those are two really good atmospheres that you're missing out on when you're going and playing this game at AT&T Stadium. Yeah, it's cool, but um, it, you're missing out on that part of it. And then also, you know, Sam Pittman talked a lot about the recruiting aspect. They can they can give recruits tickets, I think, if they're the home team. I think that's what it is. You can give guys tickets. They can be there, but you can't talk to them. So it's it's a disadvantage as well of you can't, you can't really recruit at these neutral side games either. So um, one, both, not only is one team missing out on recruiting, but both teams are. And so as far as the neutral side aspect goes, how do you feel about it, Robert? I'll give my opinion. I'll let you start though. I mean, I think like, like for me personally right now, I don't think I dislike it. it. It's fun to go to Arlington to see a different stadium. However, I think it's not the best way to do it. I, I think I think both things can be true there. I think you can enjoy the the Dallas trip, the North Texas trip, um, and and it can be fun. Uh, it it was a blast last year when they won for the first time in ten years. Um, but at the same time, I, I think it would be much cooler to do these games on campus. You mentioned home field advantage advantage being a huge thing. I mean, think of the, the the least competitive game in in recent memory was probably in 2020 when the game was at Kyle Field during the pandemic season, right? Um, gosh, I, I mean, I don't even remember the last time AM came to Fayetteville, but I, I I think I think both athletic directors have made it clear that it it will be a better you'll you'll get two better environments when when they move this game back to campuses every other year. Um, but I mean, honestly, for right now, I don't hate it. Like it's it's fun. It's fun to go on a trip. So I, I won't complain about it too much. I think the last time AM came to Fayetteville, and I might be wrong, I might sound like an idiot, but I, I'm pretty sure it was when Johnny Manziel brought his team to Fayetteville. Uh I was at that game. Dietrich Wise got a sack on Johnny Manziel. Crowd went crazy. Of course, Arkansas lost the game, but you know, it's it's fun to see Manziel come in and everybody booing him. You know, of course, everybody hated him at the time. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't like it, man. I, I don't like the neutral side game. I, you know, it, it's, it doesn't really, I don't see how it benefits either team. You know, um, it's cool. It, it's cool. It's one of those things. I mean, Jimbo Fisher said that it allows these guys to get experience in a neutral site, you know, because looking down the road that, then they'll be more comfortable in a bowl game or maybe in a college football playoff game, something like that. But I think that you have two great atmospheres at both of these colleges. I mean, Kyle Field, incredible atmosphere. We know what they can have. We know how great their stadium is. And then what Fayetteville has become, at, at one time it was really good, dipped off for a little bit there, especially with Chad Morris. And now that, that atmosphere, that home field advantage is back with Sam Pittman and – uh I feel like I just feel like you're missing out on that. It it would be a sold out crowd if the game was in Fayetteville. It would be a sold out crowd if the game was in College Station. Opposing fans are still going to travel. Um, I think it's cool that you play in AT and T Stadium. Like that's it's cool. It's it's fun for us as media to go. Uh, it's fun for fans to go. But you're missing out on that aspect of that the fans that you're going to have at Kyle Field or the fans that you're going to have at Razorback Stadium. It's you're missing out on something so cool. And the thing that is so amazing about college football, which is the campus atmosphere, the traditions that they do, and they'll, they're still going to do yell practice. Uh, they're still going to call the hogs at the stadium. They're still going to do all that, but it's just not the same, man. And that, that's why I think that, you know, neutral site games in college football, 
I, I, I view them as pointless in my opinion, especially if it's not benefiting a team in recruiting either. If you can't recruit there, you know, it's just, and I don't, I don't know the financials behind it. Um, all that. I mean, they, they have this deal for a reason, but I think kind of the vibe that we've been getting is that once the deal with the game at AT&T stadium is out, uh, they're kind of going to go back to home and home. I think that that's where they're at with it. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say I don't like it and that you, you're you're welcome to your opinion. I'm welcome to mine. And I'm sure people listening to this are going to have their own opinion on it as well. Um, but let's let's talk about this game, how we think it's going to go, Robert. Uh, tell me what you think is going to happen and what your score prediction is. Well, I think I wrote down 31 to 27 in favor of Arkansas. Um, I mean – we we've hit on this a couple times this week. This this matchup historically tends to bring out the best in both teams. So, um, you know we've we've seen glaring weaknesses on both sides, um, both sidelines this this year. So, I don't know. I I don't know how much stock to take into them, but I I feel like I feel like I'm pretty confident that uh, that we're going to see the over in this one because we know how. Arkansas can take advantage of AM on defense. We know how AM can take advantage of Arkansas on defense. So um, I'm, I'm counting on a big score. I'm counting on this one coming down to the wire. Wouldn't be surprised if we see maybe uh, a game winning touchdown drive from KJ Jefferson and company uh, at, at the end of the game. I don't know. I, I, I kind of, in my mind, I had it as a defensive battle. Um, so it's interesting that you said the over is going to hit. You think there's going to be points scored. I have it as 24-20 Arkansas. That's what I have in my head. Um, I, I think that, you know, both both teams are going to struggle to score points out of the gate. That's how I kind of think it's going to go. Um, maybe like 10 points total scored in the first half, and then, you know, they'll they'll pick up offensively a little bit in the second half, and I think Arkansas will just score enough to, to barely squeak one out. Um Maybe, maybe, maybe 24 21 came little hits a game winning field goal. How about that? That would be good. Um, I might change it to 24 21 and have a Cam Little game winning field goal as my reasoning. But, um, I, yeah, you mentioned it. It's going to be a battle. You, you kind of have to throw numbers and talent out of the window with this game because I, I think we mentioned it earlier in the week. Even when Chad Morris was the coach at Arkansas, these games were competitive. So, um, you know that the, this one just means a little more. And I guess one benefit of it is that you have both teams' atmospheres there, so it's kind of cool to see the momentum shift from fan base to fan base. With the when one team is doing, <clears throat> excuse me, when one team is doing better than the other, that is one cool thing about this game is seeing the momentum shift throughout the crowd. But I think the Hogs are going to pull this one out. They'll remain undefeated. College game day in Fayetteville next weekend. I think that's what's going to happen. How horrible would it be for the Arkansas fans to be snubbed of a college game day once again? And if they maybe if they lose in a close one, game day still comes. But I feel like they got to win if you want a chance at game day in Fayetteville next weekend, Robert. It, it has that feeling, doesn't it? It does. That's what I just said. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't really have anything to add to it. I, you don't have I anything to add? Okay, no, you I mean, might, you're, not, you're you might at... not relate to it as much as I do because I was – back when I was still a young fan, uh, I, I this is ingrained in my mind of one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. 
was when the Arkansas lost in Little Rock to Louisiana Monroe because I was that kid that woke up every Saturday early just to watch college game day, and I was so excited for game day to be in Fayetteville that next week. It was the 2012 season, I think. Um, they were they were ranked like number seven or number eight against Louisiana Monroe. They go and lose that game. You were going to have game day coming to Fayetteville the next weekend for Arkansas-Alabama. And then they lost to Louisiana Monroe. It didn't happen. They got killed by Alabama the next week. I was so disappointed. So that's why I say wouldn't it be so unfortunate if Arkansas loses to AM and they miss out on game day for Arkansas-Alabama once again? Uh, it would. It'd be a little bit more respectable of a loss this time around, though. But but I see what you're saying. I mean, you're looking at two 4-0 teams for game day week five. That That's a lot more attractive than one of the teams has a loss. Right. So if you're an Arkansas fan, you better just hope that uh, hope the Hogs win. I mean, of course you want them to win either way, but having game day in Fayetteville, oh, my goodness, it would be incredible. I mean, you would be able to just feel the atmosphere in Fayetteville. Like leading up to the Texas game last week or last year, you could feel it all week. You could just feel it. And I you're going to it's going to be the same way next week. It, it, it win or lose for Arkansas, but especially if they win. Um so all right. Games at 6 on ESPN. Go to hogbeat.com. We're going to have our pregame HQ up tomorrow with all of our stories, press conferences, videos from practice, podcasts, everything. Uh, we'll have our scoreboard story going. I'll have the game recap afterwards. We'll have press conferences on the Hogbeat YouTube. Uh, today, Friday, we'll have our score predictions. We'll have our My Perfect Franchise potentially perfect picks of the week. Uh, and if you don't know about My Perfect Franchise, you need to go visit it. That's Andy Ledecky. He helps people who are looking to diversify their portfolio, who have money sitting around. They're just corporate executives, and they want to put their career in their own hands. He helps you do that by getting into the franchise industry. Um, it's a very, very thorough process that helps you get set up with the business that is right for you. And it's a free, free consultation process. If you call Andy Ledecky, 404-973-9901 and visit myperfectfranchise.net. It is a great opportunity for people who have money sitting around and you want to do something with it that'll benefit you. So I uh, will have all that up on hogbeat.com. Today, go visit it, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com. We'll talk to everybody on Monday. Robert Stewart, thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great weekend. Safe travels. And we'll talk to everybody on Monday.